0: Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. Hi there, welcome to the Render podcast. I am so excited that you are listening today. I have brought on Nate Nelson of LaForce Entertainment in to chat with us about networking. So we're gonna get into it, Nate. If you want to talk about maybe who you are and what you can bring to our audience, we can't wait to have you.
1: Yeah. So thanks for having me, Cammy. Excited to uh, be here today and uh, chat with you just a little bit about networking and how we can always uh, get better at what we do and be the best person uh, possible. So a little bit about me. Uh, I am a, I guess you would say, industry veteran. I have been DJing for. Um man almost 17 years now and uh love every bit of my job and uh as we've all gone through this covid experience it's kind of uh it makes you appreciate those things a lot more when you know your livelihood and everything that you have is taken from you and so um you know today we're going to talk a little bit about networking and I am uh I wouldn't call myself an expert at this but I'm very 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 versed in um uh, the world of networking uh, I serve on a board here locally with you um, on the NACE board, uh, the DFW NACE chapter, which is the National Association of Catering and Events, for those of you that don't know what NACE is. And uh, I'm also very active in the uh, national DJ scene as far as uh, speaking and um, just connecting and you know trying to help other guys in other areas of their business as well. So excited to be here on the podcast today. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. Yes, it's so exciting. Nate, I think the first time we met each other was actually at um, going to the Star at in Frisco for NACE and ILEA. Gosh, that was maybe two or three years ago. So it's been so fun to get to know you. And now that we both serve on the NACE board, um, it's very exciting. So NACE is a place where people network already. So why don't you talk a little bit about that and why it's so important and maybe why you joined NACE or maybe any other association. So if our listeners don't have NACE in their city, what is the benefit to joining a association or something to that matter?
1: Yeah. So uh, I've been a NACE member for, I think, six years now. Um, I, you know, my company, Low Force Entertainment, uh, got me involved in it and we kind of uh, took the approach of, you know, Divide and conquer. So we have different people within our um, actual business that go out to different networking groups. Uh, I'm I'm a member right now of WIPA and I'm a member of uh, the DFWNA's chapter. And so uh, for me, it's it's a once a month thing uh, where I can go out and create a network. And creating a network is very important. You want to be able to work with the people that you like, uh, work with the people that you trust, and work with the people that you know are going to do a great job, just like you're trying to do. And so. Um, whatever you are doing in your business, uh, you want to make sure that you're you know, keeping a consistent brand and a consistent presence with what you do. And so for us, it's it's good to really be out there and, and portray that presence of who we are and what we are and what our brand is. And so um, just meeting people and interacting and engaging with people um, and creating relationships is really what networking is about. You can create a network of you know, multiple people and multiple facets. It doesn't have to be just something that is industry related to what you do. Um, You can network anywhere you go. And networking is one of those things that people say, oh, I'm going to a networking event. Or you could be going to, um, you know, an award ceremony or anything. And that's all networking. Everything that you do outside of your business that um, represents who you are and what your brand is, is networking. And creating relationships, that's networking. So, um, you know, you can network. All day, every day, Um, you know, and the crazy part about the current situation and time that we live in is that you can network socially distant, you can network virtually, you can network uh, in multiple facets. And so, um, you know, as we learn new ways of living and uh, the new normal, um, we have a lot of different uh, avenues that we can network and that we can use as tools to, you know, uh, strengthen our network and to build better relationships.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, I like that you mentioned that networking doesn't have to necessarily be at a networking event. It can really be as daily life or taking someone out to coffee or lunch or something like that. I mean, it doesn't have to be an organized place where you have to go do a networking, you know, shindig and all of that. It can be a part of daily life. And especially in this time, you can have, I, you and I have been a part of multiple happy hours virtually over Zoom. And so even during this time of unknown and, and socially distancing, you can still create some sort of a networking opportunity, whether it be one on one or one to few or, or a big group of people. So I think it's important to know that it doesn't necessarily have to be at something like NACE or WIPA or Thursday therapy or something like that. Like it can be anywhere, which is so cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that we've done, you know, internally on our company is we uh, we had a boat membership, and we got that, and we invited, um, you know, just industry people out to come hang out with us. And it it was not business related. It wasn't um, anything where we're trying to sell you who we are and sell our brand and and try to get you to work with us. It was just hey. We like to have a good time. We want to have fun. We we like your company. You're a friend of ours, or, or maybe you're not. Maybe we want to get to know you a little bit better. Come hang out with us. Come just, you know, network if you want to call it that. But, you know, we would invite people out on our boat days, make up Mondays, different boat days that we had. And that was one separate avenue that we used just to create a better relationship with the people that we work with all the time.
0: And man, those are fun. Oh my god, <laughs> We love hanging out on y'all's boat. It's so fun.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, so sometimes if one of our listeners haven't been to a networking event or haven't been to somewhere where you have to be with a whole big group of people, meaning like 50 people or more, it can sometimes be a little intimidating. Um, I know that one of my first networking events was to a Thursday therapy, um, which is a free networking event. Um, So you don't necessarily have to pay for something to go meet people. But I remember going to my very first networking meeting not knowing a single soul and being so scared about it. So I'm sure you've been there as well. You've obviously done so much networking and it comes easy, but it might not come easy to some people. So why don't you talk a little bit about that and, and maybe some tips and tricks to meet people without feeling scared or nervous or, or shy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first off, you just got to kind of look at it and say, you know, what is networking? Um, and we kind of touched a little bit on it, but I want to give you guys the actual Webster's Dictionary you know, definition of what networking is. It is the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. Now, if you break that down, It's basically saying creating relationships, whether it's a personal relationship, a business relationship, it's the action or process of interacting with others. And so, you know, you are basically creating a relationship. So if you have friends, you have a network of friends. If you have uh, colleagues within your industry, you have a network of industry colleagues. Um, You know, sometimes you hear the phrase, it's not what you know, but who you know, and that can kind of take you different places as well in the networking world. Now, the big thing we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but you got to ask yourselves, where can you network? And the answer is everywhere. Uh, we discussed that we've you know, networked on the boat, we've we've networked at NACE meetings, we've networked at WIPA meetings, ILEA meetings, different things. Um, and so today I want to kind of give you guys 10 tips and tricks to help you be the best networker you possibly can. Now, the first tip that I have is to make a good impression. Your first impression, You know, they always say people know that they're going to like you within the first 15, 20 seconds of talking to you, or whether they want to continue that conversation. Um, So, my first impression I have a checklist that I really kind of hit on, you know, every time that I step into a networking environment. Um, I always have some sort of mint or gum that I go in beforehand because nobody wants to talk to you if you have stanky breath. So, remember that. If you are at a Um, uh, like an actual networking event, a NACE meeting, a Aliyah meeting, a WIPA meeting, something like that. Make sure your name tag is easily readable if you're writing it or if it's one that's printed out, like in nasars are printed out. But if you're going to a networking event where they give you the hi, my name is, and you're supposed to write it with a Sharpie, make sure your name tag is rememberable. Make sure that it's readable because, you know, that's something that's going to catch the eye as well. They may remember the way that you wrote your name on that name tag and remember your name. For me, I always have a staple piece on me. Um, that's mm-hmm. something that's kind of a talking point when, you know, engaging in initial conversation with someone that you may have never met. For me, my staple piece, Cami. I want to see if you can just pick it since you know who I am. Like what would be a staple piece and a talking piece for me when I walk into a room?
0: Hmm. About what you have on or?
1: Yeah, about my attire.
0: You always have sneakers on, super cool sneakers.
1: Shoes, yeah, 100%. And I'm a sneaker head at heart and I love shoes. I have a massive collection of shoes, but um, that's also a talking point. So if I have a pair of shoes that's flashy or I have a pair of shoes on that matches my outfit, it always seems to be brought up in the conversation. And so my love of sneakers has kind of helped me um, bridge a gap of starting a conversation with someone. So my staple piece is one thing that's on my checklist. Another thing that's on my checklist is having a full battery. That could be multiple things. Have a full battery on your cell phone, but also go in energized. Don't go in drained, tired, and expect that you're going to go in and be able to be the best networker possible. Because if you have other things that are going on in your life, if you're tired, you're drained, and you're not 100% there, you're not going to give 100% of the brand and who you are, and you're not going to represent yourself as well. So make sure that you're focused. Grab an energy drink if you have to. Make sure that you have that full energy and full battery to step into a life life situation and be the best person that you can be because remember that first impression you want to have the best first impression possible when you have a chance to meet new people and create a larger network you want to be on your a game 100 percent of the time
0: right and since they're at evenings i mean a lot of networking events are in the evenings around dinner time or before or some sometime around there and you know after a long days of work can get tired so if you know that you're going to a networking event schedule it out in your day so if you know that you're going to be out late go to sleep early the night before or go in late to the office or something like that but you know being prepared and knowing it's coming can help you reserve that energy
1: So I'm just going to recap. Number one on the tips and trips was your first impression. So make sure you have a checklist of some sort that you go in prepared every time. Mine includes mints or gum, my name tag, a staple piece, a full battery. And the last one would be to have a positive attitude. Go in with a positive attitude. If you go in thinking negatively, like it's just another meeting, it's just another time for me to hang out with some friends and people that I know, have a meal and pay attention to a speaker, then you're going in with an attitude of you're not focused and you're not ready to go do something different. So just make sure you have whatever it is, if you want to create a checklist of your own, but think about that first impression because it's the number one, like, I think it's the most important thing. That person's going to have the opportunity to say, oh, I talked to him at one point, or, you know, he wasn't very interesting or she wasn't very interesting at that point. So make sure that you have a, a first impression that is memorable and that lasts. My second tip is to ditch your friends. Now, what does that mean exactly? I think that sometimes when we get into, like, for, for instance, NACE, I have a really core group of friends within NACE. You know, I'm a member of the board. Uh, Our board is pretty tight knit, and so ditch the ditch your friends. Go try to meet new people. Don't try to be in the comfortable area that is hanging out with the people that you know, uh, sitting in the corner chatting with you know you and one of your colleagues or somebody like that. Like you're in this situation, you're spending money to go to a networking event to not only educate yourself but to make a stronger network of people that you can trust and people that you can work with. So ditch your friends. The third tip is that you should practice. If you have something that you wanna say, like it's not like you're going in like a robot, but practice like different talking points in different different areas of networking. If you're not good at, at speaking to people and you're a, you're an introvert and you're not an extrovert, like I'm a massive extrovert, so it's easy for me. But if you're an introvert, like stand in front of the mirror and practice talking small talk. Practice talking different things with yourself, with your husband, with your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever you have around you, roommate, practice those situations. Do a little role play, like talk, because the more that you get comfortable doing those things, the better you're going to be
0: at them. And even if you're not good, step outside your comfort zone for a moment. I mean, the worst somebody can say is you're too much or or something like that, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, and it makes you stand out. So you can't say you can't do it until you try. So be open-minded and try.
1: Yeah. Um, tip number four, which is I think p- could be the most valuable tip that I'm going to give you today. But listen, truly listen to the other person. If you sit there and completely talk about yourself 100% of the time, then you come off as arrogant, um, you know, narcissistic, whatever you want to be like, oh, it's just all about you. But ask questions. Talk to that person. Find out who they are, why they're there, what their intentions may be for that meeting. Because even though they may not be somebody that is going to be able to benefit you later down the road, you can still create a great relationship with someone and you may be able to help connect that person with someone that may be able to help them. Or if you have a friend that needs something, that person may come to the top of your mind and go, oh, I met this person at this event last week who I think would be great to to connect you with. So I'm going to connect you with that person. Listen to what people are doing in their lives. You may you may get nuggets from that person, but truly listen. Like I feel like, you know, a good listener maintains eye contact, they have good posture, they're nodding along. You may be mirroring the speaker's body language to show that you're interested. You know, you should allow that speaker to complete entire thoughts. Like to really finish what they're saying. I know you may have like it's really hard for me because I'm a person that really likes to talk and engage. But if you can sit back and really listen and, you know, indulge and digest what they're saying, you're going to create more meaningful, you know, conversation. You're going to create a deeper relationship and that just grows your network. So make sure you listen.
0: I feel like the worst thing when you're in the middle of a conversation and say like, for example, I own a rental company and I'm talking to maybe a baker and no, there's probably not ever going to be a time that we work together directly or we refer one one or the other because we're likely being booked around the same time by a client. But the worst thing is when you are talking to someone and they immediately are like, well, this conversation's going nowhere and they start dozing off or looking around the room for other people to talk to. And, you know, I think it's important that you do go in with a mindset of, hey, do you want to meet this person, this person and this person? But even if you get in a conversation that you didn't expect to get into, still, you know, engaging with them and talking with them. I think it's one, it's nice as a person, human to human, but you know. You never know when you might need to use that contact later for yourself or for someone else as a referral.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, listen, 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 listen. I can't I can't like emphasize it enough. Like listening to what someone else is saying and being able to have a true meaningful conversation, you know, it, it's very hard to to come by these days. It really is because we're so, our attention spans are so short. You know, somebody may walk into a room that you're having a conversation with and you immediately see that person and think, man, I got to go talk to that person. There's something I need to tell them. And then you're spaced out and you're not listening to what that person's saying. Really try to focus in on what they're saying and, and be a good listener. It's it's something that I just can't emphasize enough. Step five for me, or tip number five would be to get involved. I think that, you know, Kami, you and I both, We've gotten heavily involved in NACE. Uh, We're both serving on the board this year. You know, we've done different avenues of getting involved. For me, I've gotten involved in multiple different facets. You know, I love to dress up. uh, Something that, uh, you know, if you know me, people know that I love to dress up. Uh, So I've played different characters and different, you know, fundraisers and meetings and different kind of themed events that are going on. Dressed up as the bearded lady for the AACWP Vindy Awards. I've dressed up as Guy Fieri from uh, the Food Network for a cooking competition and hosted that. But not only just getting involved that way, but get involved in you know committees, get involved on the board, get involved donating your services and your time. Because the more that you give back, the more you're going to get back. And that's something that you know I'm a true believer in. I feel like the most that I can do is give everything that I've got at any time. And I think that the people that really truly care and have a good intention behind it and have a good heart behind it they're going to get paid back you know in full for what for the time and energy and effort that they gave they're going to get paid back in full on that so give back and get get involved which actually they're kind of one and the same but tip 5 was get involved and tip 6 for me is to give back um, you know, I give back all the time. I donate my services. I donate my time. I enjoy what I do. So, you know, for me, I could DJ every single day of the week and, you know, not get paid for it and still absolutely love exactly what I do. It's not about the money for me. It's about the thrill and the, um, I don't know, just the exhilaration that I get from seeing a crowd and being in front of a crowd and, you know, playing the right track at the right time really just... It sends a sends a chill through my body and it sends this energy through my body that is just different than anything else that I've ever done. Like being able to know that those people that are out in front of me, whether you know it's not about me all the time, but whether they're out there in front of me at a wedding, a corporate event, a, a gala, a festival, whatever it is, that knowing that they're having fun and they're not thinking about the outside world and all the problems that they have, I get to give people a, a you know, for instance, the recess, I get to give them a break, a recess from everything else in the world. They get to sit back and relax and have fun. And it's, it's absolutely beautiful. So I, I say give back. So whatever your service is, I know, Cammy, you've given back to Nace and donated your services and, you know, had um, some of your event rental items on our things. And that that's a way to showcase who you are and what you do. But it also just shows that, hey, you know, this person isn't all about themselves. If someone asks to do something, you're not asking, yeah, I can do it for you, but it's going to cost this much money. Like, no, I can do it for you, because I want to make sure your event is great. But I also want to know, I want people to know that I'm here supporting another cause. and I'm not just trying to support myself. It's not about me.
0: Right. It's not all about a me, me, me type of mentality. It's you, you, you. Like, how can I help you? How can I give back? I love that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And you're really great at that. Thank you. Especially with the recess thing that's going on right now. If you don't know about recess, which uh, maybe some of our listeners don't, but recess is this thing that Nate had put together, knowing that there is so many kids at home with their parents who are also trying to work. And it's at 4 p.m. Monday through Friday on his Facebook. And he goes live doing so many fun songs that are for Kids. My daughter, who's two, absolutely loves it when you play the Baby Shark song.
1: (laughs) I think that's been a fan favorite recently. Like, you know, as DJs, we joke about Baby Shark because I've like trolled some people sometimes when I was playing like DJ related events or some stuff like that, where, you know, I'll just be jamming out and everybody's jumping around having a good time, and then I'll just drop in Baby Shark, and it's just. (laughs) It's so much fun. Like the kids love it. My kids love it. And I, you know, I get so much interaction during recess of people enjoying baby shark. You know, the two songs that I think I've played every single recess and I'm, I'm in my third week. Now this is baby shark and old town road. Like for kids, like they just love those two songs so much.
0: It's the best. So if you don't, If you're still doing this in a few weeks when this airs, which I hope you are, go check it out on Facebook, Nate Nelson. He goes live. It's incredible. Your kids will love it and you will love the break from having to clean them.
1: Yeah, that's what it's all about. I know that as parents at home right now in in the quarantine time, it's uh, you know, kids can be a lot. And for for me, my mentality on it was, you know, my wife is a teacher. So she's an elementary school teacher and so she's having to teach remotely from her computer for 24 students. And then she also has my 8-year-old and my 4-year-old here, and you know, we all needed a break. We wanted, you know, I have all my DJ stuff here at home. My kids wanted to play with it and they don't ever get to see me do what I do. So it was, at first it was a, "Alright kids, we're going to play" around we're going to have some fun. We did it on live. I had a massive response from it. So I was like, all right, I'll do this every day. Today was great. We'll do it again tomorrow. And then it became, all right, we'll do it the next day. And then I've continually tried to, you know, make the product better and um it's been a lot of fun. So, you know, giving back is, is something that's really important to me and you should you should take that and put that in your your tips as well for what you should be doing with networking. So, number 7 is be a friend. Um I know that sounds elementary, um but you know, you're creating relationships. You don't want to be that person in the relationship that is me, 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 me. It's all about me. Um, You know, we just talked about giving back, but that kind of goes hand in hand with being a friend. When you create a relationship with someone within the industry, you're a friend to them. Uh, That person can call you for more than just business related things. If they have a question, if they uh, need advice on something, if, you know, um, I've had, you know, planners that, um, that, have came to a planning meeting at our office and said, Hey, you know, my tire is low. Can you check it out for me? Like, you know, that's, that's, yeah, absolutely. Like I'm going to check it, but maybe if I wasn't a friend to that person, they may not have asked me. They may just have, you know, came to the meeting, done the business side of the things and then left and then could have had a, a blowout or something on the way home. But because I was friendly and because I have friended that person, they felt like they could ask me something that was you know personal or something that was bothering them or something whatever it is like be a friend to people because you know if you create friendships and relationships you want to work with people that you're friends with you want to support the people that you're friends with so be a friend number 8 for me it's it's a huge one smile i think that um smiles are contagious but so are frowns so be conscious of which one you're passing around that's that's a quote that i i really love that smiles are contagious So are frowns, but be conscious of which one you're passing around. So I consciously all the time, you know, I I was instilled and trained this early on in the DJ side of things with weddings that you never know when you're going to be in the background of a photo. And you get, sometimes we would get photos back where we're making crazy faces. So it is like instilled in my mind when I'm working an event to smile 100% of the time. Well, that is like kind of crossed over into my daily life and smiles are contagious. If you, if you're sitting at home right now, you know, hopefully you can hear the smile through my voice. And, you know, if you just talk to someone with a smile, they're going to smile back. I, I, I challenge you. I challenge you. The next person that you are face to face in conversation with, try to, really, really hard to smile while talking to that person. And I guarantee you they're going to smile back because they're contagious. And it is a crazy thing of what a smile can do to your attitude, to the way you feel. Sometimes you never know how much someone needs a smile until you get that smile out of them. So remember to smile.
0: Yeah, people show up to networking events or even a coffee date or something and you never know what they maybe heard right before then or maybe they've had a tough day with their significant other or kids or something, you know, like the coronavirus happened on a weekday and maybe you're seeing someone that evening and just a smile can totally turn around somebody's day. I know it has for me for sure and I think that's super important. So not only at networking events but really in your daily lives.
1: Yeah, 100%. I agree. Uh, My ninth tip is to smoke out the haters. And um, we're all going to have, like, seriously, we're all going to have someone that is a hater. And, you know, you could look at someone being a hater as someone that is going to. Um, talk about you behind your back. That is going to be maybe jealous or envious of something that you may have, and try to you know bring you down. There's always going to be someone to try to bring you down. If you can just smoke that out and and not worry about it, not let it get to you, not let it bother you, you're going to be you're going to be way ahead of the game and way ahead of the curve. I don't know how, and my wife asks me all the time, but how did I get so um like just daisy on these things? Of like, if someone says something that could be very hurtful, I don't let it bother me. Never let kind of what other people thought about me bother me. And I think that's what's kind of helped me become so successful is that I'm not sitting here worrying about what other people are thinking about me. I'm smoking out the haters. Uh, I'm not worrying about them. I'm worried about me. I'm worried about the relationships and the friendships that I have, how I can make those relationships greater and stronger. I'm not worried about the people that are trying to bring me down. And so that's something that you can take with you when you walk into networking events. You may know that there may be someone there that doesn't like you. There may be someone there that has you know a quarrel with you or something like just don't let that bother you smoke it out, put on your happy face, smile, be a friend, and do what you can do to be the best you and to represent yourself the best. The last one number 10, which is one of my favorites uh, is kind of be the hub and what do I mean by that? think about um, you know airports for instance. Dallas-Fort Worth is a huge market for us, and we have two airports, but the DFW International Airport is a hub for American Airlines. Now, it's a home base. It is a place that can connect passengers from one place to the next. And for me, being the hub means that, you know, I want to create as many relationships as I can, but kind of like what we talked about earlier, where, you know, If you hear and you're listening to actually a conversation and and that person may not be able to benefit you in any way, but they may be able to benefit a friend of yours that's also doing something else within our space. Be the hub, be the one that can connect those people because what you're doing by doing that is you are connecting a larger group of people and you're creating a larger network and throwing a larger net and casting a larger web, like all these different things. Like if you're the hub, if you're the person that connects two different people and they create something great, those two people are gonna remember, oh man, Nate was the one that connected us and Nate hooked us up. So we have this project, but Nate may be able to bring it like, and then you're just creating a larger network. And so be the hub, be the person that can connect two different people that may not know each other, but you know really well. Think about that. Next time you're in a room and you're networking, go to somebody that you don't know and talk to them for a few minutes and find out who they are and what they do. And I want to challenge you like, to talk to that person. They're somebody that has nothing to do with the space that you're in, but you know that this person over here that's in the same room as you that's talking to somebody else would be a perfect match for them to chat. Say, hey, hold on one second. I want to go grab somebody that I think that you guys would be you know, great. You're kind of doing some of the same things. I think you guys may be able to help each other and then go find that. Hey, I want to introduce you to somebody and then bring them over and introduce them. And then while they're doing that, you step out of that conversation and go find someone else and start talking and then maybe bring those people back into create a larger conversation. And what you're doing is you're just creating a larger network. Like you're connecting people and you should be trying to connect people with yourself, but you should also be trying to connect people with other people. And and that makes you the hub. That makes you the man. You're the person that's connecting everybody together. You're like the social butterfly. You're the you're the guy that everybody likes because you're not making it about you. You're making it about other people and you're making it about creating relationships and creating a bigger network. And so, you know, be the hub. That, that one's one of my favorites. So just to kind of recap, and, and then we can kind of chat about some of these things, Cami. But my top 10 tricks, number one is your first impression. Number two is ditch your friends. Number three is to practice. Number four is to listen. Number five is to get involved. Number six is to give back. Number seven is to be a friend. Number eight is to smile. Number nine, smoke out the haters. And number 10, be the hub.
0: That's incredible. That's such a great list of things and so easy to remember just 10 different things. And the more you practice them, the more you'll get better at at using them and applying them every single time that you go network. And I love that the number 10 related to kind of something that you said earlier of even when you might be in conversation with someone and it doesn't look like it's going to maybe benefit you as much, you still can be the hub and connect them while you're in the same room. Yeah. Even if it might not be later. I've had that for me. And it's been incredible. And they're like, Hey, you would be actually a really great fit for so-and-so. And so let's connect you. They're actually right over there. Let me go grab them real quick.
1: Right. You know, and Kami, it's just like our friend, John Martin, you know, he, he, yeah. Uh, You introduced me to him, and John and I have our own relationship now. You know we have a lot of things in common, but you know that was something that you saw. Like, hey, I met John, and I'm really good friends with John, and John's a great person, and he's creating this new venue, and I think you guys may be able to help each other. And so you brought me into the equation. So you were you were technically being the hub. Like it's some of these things people do every day. I just kind of put them down on paper and, and was like, hey, this is this is the top 10 things that I'm going to focus on and worry about every single time I step into a networking environment. And, you know, a lot of people do these things, but there's some things that people are not very good at. And I want you to, you know, focus on trying to be an expert in all these areas, because if you can go in and have a positive attitude and have your battery full and be ready to tackle what you're there for, have a talking piece, you know, listen, you know, practice the things you're going to do and get involved, give back, be a friend, smile. You know, it's it's all very simple, easy things that you can do. You just have to implement them, and you just have to do them, and you have to practice them. And you got to be good at it.
0: Yeah. Um. Something that I do with my course students is, and Nate, you might remember this from the very first of, uh, first part of filming the Rental Biz Academy. Um. But when you have certain aspects about something. So take these 10 points and you rate yourself on how well you think you're doing or how well somebody else might think you're doing on these things. You'd rate them on a scale of one to 10. So you might say being the hub, for example, I think I might land, you know, maybe an an eight or nine on that. And then uh, something like smiling, maybe I'm not so great at smiling. So I'd rate myself a a six. So if you rate yourself across the board on how well you might be doing those in real time and how you, You are showing up right now and then put them on a little graph and color in how far those might be. And so if you have a circle and you have 10 different things, you have 10 different sections. And so you you shade in nine sections and then you shade in six and you shade in however high you would rate yourself. And then you look at that little uh, pie chart and you say, hey, that looks like maybe a lopsided little tire there. How can I get better at some of my lower skill sets here and excel and, and create a inflated tire here. I don't know if you remember that at all, Nate, from recorded, but Just focus on the things that you do really, really well, and then have the knowledge that hey, I don't smile as much, or hey, I don't. I need to bring a pack of breath mints the next time that I go to a networking meeting. But taking all of that and and figuring out where do you land on that, I know that that's something I do with all of my course students, but something that you can do just on a sheet of paper, honestly.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like you should know where you are. You should know how and, and, and. structure these things around your strengths. If you're not very strong in one of these areas, don't try to just jump in full on and try to focus on that area because, you know, it may take you a while to master, you know, certain things. Some people, like I said earlier, are extroverts. Some people are introverts and some people are in in the middle. So some of these things may not come as natural to some of you guys, but I'm just giving you guys a little bit of tips and tricks to be able to help you to be a better networker, to help you, you know, realize uh, that some of these things, and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes, you know, I fall victim to this all the time where I'll step into a NACE meeting and it has become so comfortable that, you know, sometimes you forget to go look after who's new, who's here that I've never met before. Um, you know, sometimes we get wrapped up in conversations with people that we haven't seen in a while. And, and it may be a friend that you've had that hasn't been to a networking event in a few months. And so you do want to catch up with that person, but don't find yourself always with uh, the comfortable settings of things. Step outside the comfort zone, step outside the box and try to do something different, but just don't try to do all this at one time because it's, you know, when we try to make massive lifestyle change all at one time, or we try to make a change to something that we've been doing for a while, sometimes we can fail. And sometimes that failure, can bring you down, but the failures that you do have should make you stronger. They should be learning experiences for you, be able to take what you've learned from failing and make make it better the next time. So uh, start small and then work your way up to you know all the steps if you can.
0: Right, right. I think that's so great. And you kind of want to have a balance of all of it. I mean, definitely talk to your friends so that you continue those relationships, but don't make it all about your friends. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You definitely want to mend the relationships you have. But you're also trying to grow your network and to grow the people that you have around you, um, you know?
0: Yeah. Nate, I don't know if you remember, I had written a blog post for NACE for the networking. And one of the quotes at the very top, um, I really loved, And it says, networking is not collecting contacts. Networking is about planting relations. And I think that's important to remember because sometimes I feel like you go to a networking event and it's just a race to get as many business cards as you can. And then what do you do with those business cards afterwards? You might email them once, but networking is more than just the business cards. It's about your relations with people and how you're showing up and and all of that. So I think that's important to remember. And I just love that quote so much. Networking is not collecting contacts, but networking is about planting relations.
1: Exactly. And I think that it's good to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, where we are currently. Business cards are not a bad thing, but everybody seems to have business cards and what you say, like, what do you do with that card? Like I have a drawer here at my desk that is full of business cards for like the last eight years. Like Mm -hmm. literally I could go through and probably find every single person I came into contact that gave me a card because I take that card. I don't throw them away. I take those cards and I put them in a stack and I'll go through and look some, you know, from time to time and see that. But you know, we have to look and we have to adapt to what the current situation of the world is. And I think technology is huge in that. So I'm not trying to tell you that business cards are bad, but I have a digital business card. And so at any point in time, I have a QR code um, that's saved to my favorites on my camera roll on my phone. So if someone's trying to, you know, you got a card on you, I don't want to walk into a meeting and have 50 business cards in my pocket because what will happen is I'll have business cards on my bedside table. I'll have business cards next to my sink in my bathroom. I'll have business cards, you know, wherever I emptied my pockets when I got home because I just don't like to give them out. I, you know, I'm more of a, you know, here I am. This is me. This is who I am. And if you want to connect with me, like here, scan this QR code on my phone or let me airdrop a picture. It's actually a digital business card that I created, but let me airdrop that to you because you may forget about it, but you're going to scroll through your phone and your camera roll like everybody does. And you're going to go, oh, I forgot Nate sent me this. And then you may like connect and go look at my Instagram or go look at my Facebook because all of that information is there on that digital business card. Whereas you may file away that business card that was actually given to you into a drawer like I have. And so the digital side of the things are moving. They're moving strong. You know, we're, we're living in a digital age. We're living in a virtual age yeah. where, you know, especially right now being you know, shelter in place, that everything that's happening in the world of business and the world of life is happening virtual via video conferencing. And that's the future and the technology is here and it's growing tremendously. I mean, look back and think like when we were kids, we didn't have cell phones. Can you imagine if we were quarantined twenty years ago and didn't have internet and all the things that we have right now, what we would be doing?
0: Yeah, or only one person could get on the internet because it's dial up.
1: <laughs> right like look and, and that wasn't even that long ago. look yeah. at how how long humanity's been around and the strides that we've made in the technology like the technology era, over the last twenty years. Like think of where we're gonna be in five to ten years. So we need to continue to adapt to what is the now. And, you know, I think that being digitally prepared in a networking standpoint is just as strong as, you know, having a flashy business card. Like have have a nice digital business card or, or a QR code that you can scan for people to get your information.
0: Right. I don't even carry uh, business cards anymore. And we decided we're likely not going to reorder any more business cards, at least at this point. We use LinkedIn a lot so um, I'm sure you have you probably know about it Nate and you probably knew about it before I did um, but LinkedIn has a really great thing on their app so if you download it on your phone I can't remember if there's like a waiting room thing or like you know connection or something but you can link up there um, no pun intended linked up with LinkedIn but you can do that as well and, and really truly get to know somebody that way
1: yeah and I strongly suggest for those of you guys that aren't on LinkedIn to get into LinkedIn Because that's where the networking and the, you know, the social media of the business world is. Mm -hmm. If anybody is, you know, in a a corporation and you're in the corporate world, you should definitely be on LinkedIn. You should definitely be active on LinkedIn. You should, you know, update your profile, create a nice bio, tell people who you are professionally. This is not your Facebook page where you post Mm -hmm. pictures of your kids and your dog and what you had for dinner last night. This is, this is what I do professionally. This is where you post your best content of your business. This is where you post your latest blog posts. This is where you post for me, your latest mix, things that people can see what you do in a business platform. And if you are striving to be the best you can business wise, you should make sure your LinkedIn is up to date as possible.
0: Yeah. I would say update your LinkedIn at least once a week, if not more often, as often as you might do with Instagram. I know Instagram is Huge in the wedding world and the event world, which is all great, and I highly recommend Instagram if you don't have one. But I think LinkedIn, honestly, is probably my favorite platform for business outside of you know my email or my website. I think LinkedIn is probably my my favorite because it is like the social media for your business, and um, it's like another blog post. Essentially, you can make posts, you can connect with people, you can inbox people. I mean, it's really great. I've gotten to know a lot of people. Through LinkedIn alone. So I'd say some of my contacts actually come from LinkedIn more so than Instagram and quality contacts as well. I mean, they're on there because they are looking for some business connection.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, awesome. Well, any final tips or tricks or anything for our audience before we wrap this up?
1: No, um, you know I appreciate you having me on today to talk just a little bit about my world of networking and um, you know I appreciate uh, you thinking about me on this aspect and I know I just spoke on this nationally at a photo booth and DJ conference back in February right before the madness hit but networking is something I'm super passionate about and I truly believe that the work that I've put in on the networking side has helped grow me professionally, it's helped grow my business, it's helped grow everything around me and so I want to continue to strive to be better at networking. And, you know, sometimes it just takes putting things down on paper, your thoughts, and there may be practices that you do daily. Maybe you should take time to sit down and write your top 10 tricks of what you may do in a network setting to look at those things and compare and contrast and say, am I doing this best? Is this something that benefits me? Is it something that works or should I just scratch this completely from what I do when networking. So, you know, sit down, take a look at yourself, take a look in the mirror and write some things down and do some self-reflection and really just kind of focus and and go out and try to be the best you you can be. Because that's, that's the only thing that we really can do is try to strive for, you know, perfection. Perfection's not easy to do, but strive for it and try to be the best person and businessman you can be or businesswoman you can be possible.
0: Yeah. People are going to remember you, not who you are trying to be. Exactly. (laughs) Sure. Well, good. Well, Nate, where can people find you if they loved hearing you today? Where can they find you and uh, stay up to date with everything that you are doing?
1: You can find me on my website, djnatenelson.com. You can find me on Instagram at djnatenelson. And you can find me on Facebook at djnatenelson as well. Yeah, pretty much anywhere on any social platform at djnatenelson.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks, Nate, for being here. I'm so excited to have this go live and share it with our audience
1: yeah thank you so much Cami, and uh super proud of you and uh you're rocking all these things out and uh keep doing what you're doing girl
0: well thanks all right thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next week all right well if you loved this podcast with nate nelson First of all, go reach out to him, connect with him on Instagram or wherever you connect best. And if you like this episode, subscribe because every Wednesday at 8am, we release a new episode and you will be hearing from myself, my team, and some of my friends in the industry from here on out. So subscribe, leave a review on the podcast if you enjoyed it. And anything that stood out to you or you want to hear more of, make a note of it and let me know what it is so I can create more content for free just for you. See you next week.